0: Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. This nationally recognized, award-winning podcast is hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life.
1: Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. I'm your host, Mindy McCulley. Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Specialist for Instructional Support at the University of Kentucky. My guest today is Dr. Courtney Looking, Extension Professor and Specialist in Food, Nutrition, and Health. Welcome, Courtney. Thank you, Mindy. It's good to be here. So we're going to talk today about when to introduce solid foods to infants. And I know this is a question that Parents have probably from about the time that child makes their entrance into the world, right? <laughs> Absolutely. That among many other things. <laughs> that, that's right. So let's let's just jump in with both feet. When should we start to introduce solid foods to infants?
2: So we have dietary guidelines for Americans and right. the American Academy of Pediatrics. Both of these groups and documents recommend beginning to introduce nutrient dense, more solid foods around six months of age. Okay. And the reason is children are more likely to be developmentally ready to learn and practice those skills that are required to chew and swallow. And they'll also have a much more mature gut uh, to digest and absorb the foods.
1: It's not that they can't handle the food, it's just that that they need to be able to process the food through their system.
2: So before four months of age is too young. So it doesn't have to be exactly six months, you know, on their half half birthday anniversary. Right. You don't have to wait until then. But typically we want to wait until they're at least four months of age. But interestingly, more nearly one in three kids is given something other than breast milk or formula before four months of age. That is interesting. <laughs> it is. And so we we don't really yet understand why caregivers are introducing these foods um, at the early age, but there is research that says that mothers reported thinking their infants were old enough. So maybe there's just not enough information out there about what the appropriate age is. And sometimes people think like my baby's not sleeping through the night, so I need to add some cereal in there, but that is an urban myth. So contrary to popular belief, infant cereal will not help your infant sleep longer and it could actually increase the risk of choking.
1: Oh, and so that's really important. I remember, I mean, it's been a long, long time since I had babies that I kept on a regular basis through the night and my my children are old, but I do remember worrying that they weren't getting enough to eat because, uh, you know, as breastfed babies, you don't know how much they're eating really, if that's all you're doing is breastfeeding.
2: Yeah, that's a, it's a natural concern for Mm -hmm. parents to worry that infants, whether they're getting enough.
1: Mm -hmm. for sure. What are some concerns about introducing foods too soon?
2: Right. So we kind of hit on this, but safety is one of the primary concerns because if infants are not developmentally ready, if they're not able to chew or swallow that food, then it can put them at risk of choking. Additionally, eating these other types of foods at that early age can might put them at increased risk for health conditions like diabetes or eczema or even celiac disease. And it's still unclear, but it could also contribute to having obesity later in life.
1: Okay. What should we look for to know that a child is ready to eat those table foods?
2: Yeah, we want to look for infants who can sit up on their own and they have good head control so they're not looking like a bobblehead when they try to sit up. (laughs) We also want to see that they show interest at mealtime. So maybe they're just sitting at the table with everybody and they start to look interested in what's going on around them. Or maybe they lean forward when you bring an empty spoon or maybe kind of offer your hand that has food on it. If they appear interested, that's a sign that they might be ready we also want to make sure that they swallow foods rather than push it back out so a great example of this is just think of an infant who is has been given maybe a cereal or some sort of puree and it just comes straight back out their tongue spits it right back out onto their chin. That is not a sign that a child is ready for those table foods yet. So we want them to be able to swallow.
1: It's not that they just don't like it. It's that they're just not ready.
2: Exactly exactly and it would be easy to confuse the two, right? Right. Because similar Mm -hmm. types of of pushing that that food out of the mouth.
1: And then once once they start to swallow And then push it out. Then maybe they don't like it, right? Yeah,
2: exactly, exactly, exactly. (laughs) And one more thing that you could look for is can the child grasp something? Can they pick something up and bring it to their mouth? Again, showing that they have that motor skills, those fine motor
1: skills and gross motor skills to start to bring food to their mouth. So you might see that when they're playing with other things that aren't necessarily food, but not, it's not something they're trying to eat, but they're mimicking the behavior that they're seeing their parents. Yes. yes. Other people do. Yes. Easy to pick up and play. Okay. So what kinds of foods should be offered first?
2: Breast milk or iron fortified formula are going to continue to be the primary source of nutrition during the first year. Okay. I like to think of these foods that we're offering, they're, they're called complementary foods for a All reason right. because they complement the breast milk or the formula. So what we're trying to do during these first months and even year after kids start to get a taste for table food is expose sure. them to a variety of tastes and textures, Um, so this is a really critical period for exposure and it may take kids eight to 10 times of trying something before they learn to like it. So your point of like spitting things out, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again, because the more you offer the same foods, the more likely they will learn to accept it. And truthfully, kids at this age, this infancy, you know, six months, even up to 12, 18 months, they really have an open palate. It's when you start to get more to the toddler years that you get a little bit more resistance on it. Mm -hmm. So take advantage of it while you have it. In terms of the type, specific types of foods, we want things that are rich in iron and zinc and vitamin D and choline and potassium. So I just named some very specific minerals and vitamins, but these nutrients can be found in the same types of food groups that we as adults would eat. So this includes vegetables, grains, yogurt, meat and other proteins, beans, cheese, and fruit, Um, peas and lentils are really good. And there's also the option for infant cereal as well. But I will say um, with infant cereal, you want to avoid only rice cereal because Mm -hmm. that could expose children to arsenic, which is a natural chemical element, but it's linked with negative impacts on brain development.
1: Okay. All right. I love that you suggest a variety because I do think that young parents especially tend to just, okay, this is something that my child likes. And so we're going to give it to him over and over and over again. So I like that variety. And you know, I have a a granddaughter who's 16 months old now, she wants to like tomatoes so much, badly and she keeps trying them and keeps trying them. And she just, it's not there yet, but we're going to keep, we're going to keep going because she thinks, I guess, because the, the color appeals to her, Yes, but she'll put them in and out they come, you know? so
2: Yes, that's a great point. So, Colorful plates are a yes. great way to entice and support children in trying new or different so, foods.
1: One of these days she's going to decide she likes them, but yeah. Um, she wants to so badly. She keeps putting them in the mouth, but they don't stay yet. <laughs> Amazing. Perfect example, right? Perfect example yes. of trying again. <laughs> yes. So we're gonna get there. We are gonna get there. Well, Courtney, um, you have given us some great things to start out with our young, young children and give them some things to try. As someone who is a picky eater, I encourage parents to really try things that they probably would not try themselves. And because I learned with my children that they are willing to eat things that I would never have put in my mouth. And so I do think it is important to give them the opportunity to try things that you might not try as well.
2: Absolutely. I think you bring up a good point of just thinking about this as a way to explore together. It's definitely new for them and it might be new for us too. And so what better way to have fun and learn together than to try a new
1: food and to try a new food in different ways. And I have also learned the older I get, the more I'm willing to um, try things. So I'm not quite as picky as I once was. So that's a good thing. Yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) So you do have some great resources that we'll link in our show notes and um, parents can go back and check on those as well. And then, of course, they can always check out with their local extension office and find other resources that are available that can help to encourage the palates of their children, right? Absolutely. Thank you, Courtney, for giving all of these great tips. And to our listeners, we hope that you will join us again on Talking Facts. We are available wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
0: Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition, health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and a comment on Facebook